Moss. And I'm AJ Fenney. And this is Hippie Not Hippie. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 30 of Hippie Not Hippie. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking altitude. Yeah? It's fucking, it's taking my breath away. Yeah, dude, you sound like shit. I do. My uh, my wife said this morning I sound like a, my uh, voice sounds like an F-250 going down a gravel road. Yeah, you told me that, and I was like, why the fuck did she say an F-250, <laughs> not an F-150 I think it's a diesel. I must sound like a diesel. Oh, right. oh I thought that was a plane. I was like, what is that, F-250? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's a like, Ford. I thought I'm it was a fighter country. jet. Okay. Uh, it's a Ford truck, and I always imagine them being like a white one, too. Yeah. Like, when it's like, every 250 <laughs> is like a white 250. Oh, it's 250 with like multiple wheels on? Yeah, the dually. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're here again live at the Vail Comedy Festival in beautiful Vail, Colorado. When does that happen, Zach? It happens every Memorial Day weekend. Every Memorial Day weekend. You couldn't make it this weekend? Be sure and check it out in 2024. Uh, sitting with us this morning, thanks for coming out. Uh, we have from Nashville, Tennessee, Brad Sativa. And from Los Angeles, California, you may have seen him on the uh, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Rob Hayes, everybody. Hey. Yeah, we're here in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, 1045 in the morning. And, After uh, a wild night. Yeah, we had a late right. night last night. Yeah. So. And we're drinking whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Dr- yeah we're drinking 10 Mountain. Yeah. Oh, Ch- yeah. 10th Mountain, sorry. Cheers, everybody. Yeah. Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, we need to, we need to I Double think. Double digits. I think Man. we need to always. Look at it. I'm nine I years. think we need to always do. We need to find a tasting room in Colorado to do our podcast because I'm loving this shit, dude. It's great. Yeah, thank We're you. We're in Colorado. Tom, the amazing bartender here at the tasting room at Tenth uh, Whiskey here, uh, opening up their space for us uh, to do this. Um, we like to get started off with plugs. Um, what do you guys have coming up? I don't got no hair plugs. I got, um, <laughs> I'm taping an album, uh, slash special, slash, if y'all don't act right, then nothing in Atlanta on August 11th. <laughs> it's two shows, one at seven, one at 10. And then I'll be in Toronto the next night, uh, August 12th. Also, uh, I have the Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. Uh, it's totally on brand. It comes out whenever it comes out. You get it when you get it. <laughs> Find it when you find it. Where find are you going to be you when you're taping it. your special? I know you said Atlanta. Where's What's the venue? Oh, the Earl. The Earl. The East Atlanta Restaurant Lounge. Um, it's on Flat Shows Road. Really dope venue. Some some cool people have done some specials there recently. This one's not going to look like those, but it's going to feel great. Okay. Awesome. Brad? Yeah, what's up? Uh, yeah, man. I have, like, a lot of stuff coming up, but it's also stuff that just, like, secretive. Like, I do the Don't Tells in Nashville, so I got Don't Tells for the rest of the summer. Uh, Those are so fun. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, And then we actually, we're doing some real special stuff in Nashville. We're getting, like, some venues that, that a lot of people don't have access to. I don't know how they're giving it to us, but they give what it to us. What are some of the craziest uh, venues that you've done a Don't Tell in? Uh, we, or can you not tell? Oh, uh, yeah, we can tell for sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I, this is why I feel like I felt that now if you contact like women owners, they they get the vision. So I'd have done a lot of like boutique, like uh, retail spots, um, 
a lot of like what was the crazy one? We did a, a lunch. We did a hipster lingerie shop uh, where all the lingerie. When I say hipster, I just mean that it was made out of like velvet and shit. It wasn't lace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's like what the terribly warm. Like, what the fuck yeah. does that mean? Skinny called, jeans lingerie. Y'all doing shows at Fredericks of Hollywood? Yeah, no, no, it's called Unique Solstice. <laughs> no, we gotta look it up. Like everybody, look it up. It's Sol Solstice Intimate. Solstice Intimates. Okay, and, all right. Yeah, and yeah, and so uh, that's where. So yeah, we did right. it there. Yeah, that's probably one of the wildest ones that we did. But yeah, it was very hipster lingerie. Whoever thought that that would do so well? Just advertising that there's a comedy show without them knowing who's going to be there. Just the brand itself. Do you still have the, because the original Don't Tell, like, backdrop poster that the first one I performed in just looked like somebody, like... Like that, with the secret, yeah. Yeah, it looked like somebody from, like, the Catholic Church, like, hey, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I have been I have been doing don't tells that long, so I did have that. But then, then they was like, you can just throw it away. Think, yeah. So I think they're gonna send us like a neon light I, song. I think enough of us comics made fun of it that yeah, they eventually were like, all right, we gotta get we gotta get some new marketing <laughs> materials. So yeah, it was like yeah, it was like uh, like look like a like a, what is that shit called like a. They, what's the one? It's the, it's the movie that uh, earned it. I know the damn song. I don't even know. Twenty. What was it? Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like a Fifty Shades of Grey cover. Or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you, Zach? What do you got going on? Uh, we've got the Black Hills Comedy Festival coming up. So come on out to that. That's going to be the twenty second through twenty fourth in uh, South Dakota. So. Yeah, come check that shit out. And uh, thanks to everybody who came out to see me headline at Comedy Works on June 8th. Yeah. <laughs> In case this comes out at a different time, I'm still plugging it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Shout out to the Black Hills out there, man. Yeah. You know, they'll never get talked about. <laughs> Not enough, you know. Have you been? No, I haven't been. I just, you know, I'm rooting for everybody black, the Black Hills. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and you can catch me in Tampa, Florida, headlining Side Splitters Comedy Club uh, this weekend. Luxurious Tampa. Luxurious Tampa, <laughs> Florida. Heck yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're right at the gate here. We usually just like to kind of get a feel for our guests and ask like, kind of what your first memory of encountering uh, a hippie or your first memory of hippies or, uh, and what kind of connotation that, that had for you. I had a very, like, TV idea of what a hippie was for a long time. Like, I don't know when I found out who Willie Nelson was, but I feel like <laughs> I always knew who he was. Like, I would see him on TV all the time and be like, that's a hippie. <laughs> like, I, I always thought of hippie as, like, a thing that, like, from the 60s, 70s, tie-dye shirt, Woodstock, smoking weed, you know, like like that that was my idea of hippie. It wasn't until Currency made the song where he said, I'm a modern day hippie, that I even thought I could be considered a hippie. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Does he does currency lay down why he's a modern day hippie? He kinda just <laughs> brags about it. He's kinda just like <laughs> like, you know, I, I smoke all like this this one weed was illegal and he's just like I'm a I'm a modern day hippie and then you know, so then I just kinda I don't know. And also like hipster kinda has hippie in it, you know, like like hip yeah. is like slang for you know, for cool 
knows what's For going cool on. Lingerie. No yeah. tapped in. <laughs> knows what's yeah. happening. Yeah. So 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 you know, I I have a really broad idea of what it is now. Yeah. Right. When you I, saw Willie Nelson, did you was it like a positive thing that Willie Nelson was a hippie, or was it like, oh, there's that dirty hippie Willie Nelson? <laughs> no. Well, I, the way people react to him, and the way like like people always were surprised when he got corporate looks. It just always felt like, oh, he made it through the cracks, you know. <laughs> I so I went to a Willie Nelson concert once. Okay. And. As far as like people in the crowd, is like one of the nicest like groups of, of people oh, yeah. that I've ever like people are in such a good mood at a fucking Willie Nelson concert. It like yeah. blew, blew my mind. Like I was like walking down the stairs and there's somebody smoking weed and I was like, hey, because I, I used to work at Red Rocks okay. and then I would get in for free like 15 minutes before the headliner and get to watch the show, but like we didn't have seats and shit and like yeah. So I just asked this this uh, guy. I was like, "Oh, hey, can I hit that joint?" And he goes, "Yeah, you can hit this joint." He's like, "Do you not have any weed?" And I was like, "No, I don't have any weed." And he's like, "Oh," <laughs> he's like, "Oh, well, shit, hit this." And he's like, "Here's two joints just for later, man." And he just like gave me two joints. That's and then, crazy. Yeah, and then like right after that, this woman almost like bumps into me. This like she's like 50 years old. She looks like you know like a mom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and. Uh, she, she, she like bumps into me. She's like, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'm just tripping so hard on mushrooms right now. <laughs> hey, man. See, that's and, a good hippies right there. And, right. Yeah. I was, and people just fucking love that guy. It's like such a positive yeah. uh, concert. I don't know. One of the. Yeah. It, so are you telling me that Willie Nelson ain't nothing like a Taylor Swift concert? <laughs> yeah. My dog's name's Willie Nelson. Okay. Yeah, Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings. Those are my two little dogs. Yeah, man. Dang, your dog's got first and last names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's outlaw, outlaw country. That's what they call it. It's that. weird because on their, on their papers it says Willie Nelson Finney and Waylon Jennings Finney. And I'm like, I wonder if they're mad that we added their act- the last name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You messed it up. It's yeah. like that. You gotta put a hyphen in it. Like, yeah. Right. Uh, now, how you grew up in Atlanta, right? I grew up in Atlanta. So your first memory of seeing Willie Nelson uh, tied to a hippie happened in Atlanta. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what age would you say that that popped up? Just out of curiosity. It had to be early. It had to be before eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It had to be early. Before like he had double to digits. Do something with the the Muppets or something. And I was just Oh, was you know like, what I think he, yeah, something. I think he popped in on Sesame Street once. Okay, okay. It might have been Sesame That's Street. And yeah. I'm like, I'm just trying to learn ABCs. Here come this <laughs> old dude, two ponytails, living his life a little different. You know, but it was a different time. Carlin was on Shining Time Station. Like yeah. it was just, you know, they was they were slipping stuff in. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, shit was better back then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before everybody ruined it. Everybody done ruined it. <laughs> That's, this is the beginning of the uh, old, not old podcast. You know, back then it was just better. It was. No, it wasn't. Because, like. <laughs> yeah, I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, no. I just remembered, like, okay. It, yeah, I just remembered, like, yes, like, people, everybody. You could just like artists and everybody businesses wasn't out in the street and everybody. Yeah, yeah it just, like. Not everything is about politics and like, you know what I'm saying, where it's like some people I don't even I don't even need to know. I don't even care. They're not even I don't want them outside of what they do. Right. Any information. Like I don't go for them for advice. You know what I'm saying? But right. yeah, it's everything. Well, yeah, there used to just be like some sort of tabloid that'd be like, they're cheating or they're fucking, but you never knew if it was true yeah. or not. And now yeah. now it's like 
here's all their text message history and Damn. fucking, mm-hmm. you know, like that get in your eye cloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tabloids they used to be next to like Bat Boy and like you know the UFO oh, the, the, sighting. Just yeah. the news that black and white <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, paper. Yeah. Like aliens and shit, mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. yeah, that's what that's a good when tabloid. Like I said, you knew that shit was real. Like yeah. Yeah. it like could be real, couldn't be. It could, could not be. be. We, yeah. we saw JFK on the beach. I don't know if y'all saw. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, also, yeah. Tupac is fucking this person. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was better. Yeah. Right. It was just better. Yeah. I think some of it comes down to social media now, like because everyone's a producer and everyone's like, oh, I can just make this up. Yeah, yeah someone, if like I can get fifteen hundred people to like it and real and think it's real, then it'll take off. That's enough. Mm-hmm. How about so, you, Brad? Well, it's uh, kind of like, I don't know. I kind of, I feel that when I found out about hippies, it was the the most corporate way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, because I was uh, maybe third. Uh, Birkenstock? No. <laughs> close. No, no. It was, maybe, it was maybe third or fourth grade. It may be fourth or fifth. But it's when, uh, when, uh, was, oh, what a Grateful Dead. Okay. They came okay. back out. They had that resurgence, like right when uh, Jerry Garcia died. Like, so it was like, like twenty some year, like twenty five. So this would have so uh, along with twenty nineteen ninety five would have been the end of it. Yeah. Like that's when he passed. Yeah. So yeah. So around it's that August eighth, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> so, but that's when like like the shirt started popping up and just like everybody in my school was just wearing Grateful Dead shirts. And that was a resurgence right after the passing. Yeah, the research right, and then also Tom uh, Tom Petty, uh, Tom Petty had. Uh, it's the Mary Jane song. Oh, yeah. Oh. Last Dance with Mary Jane. One Last Dance with, dance with Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. Yeah. And so all of that was, like, popping off when I was, like, in, in like, early, uh, late elementary school, early middle school. And so that's how I found that. Because I, I was the only black dude in my grade. And so for, for clarification, I know you're in Tennessee now. Is yeah. that... Born and raised Born Tennessee. and raised in Nashville. Yeah, born okay. and raised. Not Nashville. I was born, like, and raised in the country. And, like, the back, back country of Tennessee, but then when I But then when, when Jerry died, they got colorful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was just, yeah, you could just see like all these kids that you know knew nothing about Grateful Dead. It was something their parents got them into. Yeah. And um, Garth Brooks shirts out? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I went to one of them schools, yeah, it'd be half of them wearing that, half of them wearing NASCAR shit. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? Very country. But I remember, I guess, the first truly hippie uh, thing that I kind of like, kind of got is uh, my home, when I first started smoking weed, my homeboy mama used to be one of the moms that let us, they would smoke weed with us. We was okay. like, like 14. Shout out to all the moms that yeah. let us smoke yeah. weed. <laughs> yeah. She used to listen to, uh, what's the motherfucker's name? Uh, Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. And so we listened to a lot of Pink Floyd, Uncomfortably Numb and all that, yeah. like real. like. So I would say that's probably my first true living of a hippie experience. Okay. Right? So, yeah. And what, what, what age? You said around 14? That's when I first started smoking weed. First. Okay. And just out of that time, so you started doing that. You're, you're smoking with your friend's mom. Uh, you've already been kind of introduced to the Gravel Dead and the loud tie-dyes. Um, was, there, was it positive or negative in your head or just neutral? It was neutral because I still, like, I'm, like, still, I'm real black, so I listen to a lot of, like, still Southern rap music. Okay. That was my main music that I always listened to. But I always, like, if something was written well, I, I, I would be open-minded. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, because I, I love lyrics, I love words. So, it's like, like even, like, the Waylon Jennings and, uh, like, uh, like was that Chris Christopherson and yeah. all them. Like, they are, like, they actually are good songwriters, so I can listen to that kind of country. But like this new shit, I couldn't listen to that shit. And like, what uh, what rap artists were you listening to at that time? Oh man, back then, definitely Tupac. Uh, you talking about Gangsta Pat? That is a, a Memphis rapper, underground 
Tommy Wright the third, three six mafia. Mafia. Yeah, man. Like <laughs> we I was heavy, heavy Tennessee a southern rap like back then. Like that's when then that's when around the time that like Atlanta really started popping out there, like with hey. the Pastor Troys. Uh, the like the real underground, yeah, like the real <laughs> underground of Atlanta before like they, before like Outkast. Yes, they are like amazing group, but I'm talking about the ones that you can only get at certain record stores. Okay. Them type of albums. Oh yeah, when I was 14, like Outkast was my shit. Oh yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. no. I, yeah. Well, yeah, when I just went through Atlanta for my first time a few months ago, and I was like, the whole time I was in Atlanta, I'm like, we're only listening to fucking Outkast. Yeah. <laughs> Fire. Yeah, they have so Brilliant. many good albums. You can listen to Outkast for like fucking yeah, eight hours and not repeat some That's shit. what I miss. I miss albums where it's like you can just let the motherfuckers play. Yeah. They have a few little comedy sketches on them. They, had, they had like everything. So I came out, I'm almost 45. I'll be mm -hmm. 45 this year. So like Yo MTV Raps was hot when I was younger. Uh, NWA was hot. But the first album that turned me on to like rap or gangster rap was Easy E's Easy Does It. And slept on, dude, slept on. It's like straight out of Compton Part Two. So hard. Like, imagine me on a blue BMX bike riding around a dirt road, listening to that, just feeling hard. It was so funny to me. Boy, you should have known by now. Easy does it. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, like, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's the type of music I, I miss when people like when making music was a real big deal. Yeah, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying. It's like. Where it's like, no, nah, we only get studio time for this amount of time, so we got to go in there and, and, and make and I, this happen. You mentioned the sketches. I loved the story arc of those. Like with Easy E, there was always a theme for a lot of the songs. I like, like they were that. robbing a bank at one point. Easy E refers to himself as a criminal. Like yeah. <laughs> other rappers, don't, they don't do that no more. They don't be like, "Yo, I be out here committing crimes." Yeah, oh yeah, book me. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was still new then. Yeah, they, they didn't know what was there. Someone just got someone just got sent. Some rapper, God, I'm blanking on his name, just got sentenced to six years for dealing drugs, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> that's good." Like, what? <laughs> what kind of hippie are you? <laughs> no, not, uh, drugs. Uh, what are you no, doing? No, dog? no, no, no drugs. I'm Type of hippie. I'm a war on drugs hippie. Uh, no, not Rob is getting fired up right now. Increasing sentences. But then, okay. That kind of hippie, dog. He was, I'm outside of the GOP smoking my joint. You know what I'm saying? Call, I'm that type of hippie. He called him a Bill Walton hippie. <laughs> <laughs> he called him a Bill Walton hippie. Yeah. yeah. The, the Phil Jackson hippies. Come on, man. Dude, I met Bill Walton. Yeah, man. He's, He's a, a wild dude. No. I love the fact that, Rob, you seem so like mild-mannered and Passive, and then all of a sudden it just went. -na 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 -na. I was like, "Fuck you, hey, redline!" It's, no. it's that tenth mountain kicking in. <laughs> I liked that he was that he was rich from rapping, and then he was still like, "I'm gonna still deal drugs," you know, like that rappers. He's like DMX was got caught running guns, like fucking. I don't know. I think uh, DMX DMX was a real wild boy though. So it was like, yeah, it won't be no real. It won't be no rappers like that no more because it's like it's too much surveillance for rappers. To they won't even get away with that much crime no more. Also, rappers don't read Brian Stroker's Dracula anymore. <laughs> you could tell, like, like DMX took that book seriously. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. These they do, yeah, they do too much Dragon Ball Z and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. DMX was in a tub full of blood. It was like, yo, Tupac was in a tub full of chains. Yeah. That was a little weird. DMX in a tub full of blood. I'm scared. I I heard this story from. Uh, I was working with Tammy Pescatelli once, and she was telling me that she did like a USO like army tour with DMX in like in Iraq, mm -hmm. 
and uh, she's a comic, and he's rapping or whatever. And they're like in a Humvee, like going through like a dangerous part of Iraq, and they got like ambushed and shit. And they were like, get on the floor of the Humvee. And like, she, she was getting on the floor of the Humvee. She looked, DMX just got out of the fucking Humvee and took off running into the desert. She said, like, <laughs> That man from Yonkers, man. Like, like, That's crazy. Yeah, he didn't, man. He was like, What? What? Get at me, dog. Like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, she gave him a strap. I would have trusted him in that kind of yeah, Give him a gun. Give Don't worry about man. this. I got him. Is he running towards the people or is he running away from He just the, like ran like, away. He? Like, he, yeah, he just like, Took off and then they had to like stop and find DMX yeah. in the desert. <laughs> they didn't give him no gun. I, I don't blame him. Like, don't trust nobody. I don't know. I miss that. But the crazy deal, when I knew DMX was like on some other shit, he did is that year he dropped two albums in the same year. His, his, his debut year. 98. Yeah, he dropped two albums in the same year. Both of them hit number one. But the, the second fucking album, he was like, I got blood on my hand and there's no remorse. I got, I got blood, blood on my dick because I, I fucked, fucked the corpse. corpse. <laughs> I'm a nasty nigga. I'm like, whoa, hold on. What the fuck did I just hear from my adolescent's mind? I'm like, hold on. That's the wildest, nastiest shit I ever heard in my life. You know what I'm saying? I like, so that's what, every time I think about DMX, like, he is one of my favorite, like, like overall rappers. But it's, it's like, that's the craziest shit I ever heard in my life. And I was like, God. Damn, that's a wild boy. Yeah. So we were talking about uh, uh, comedy sketches on rap albums. What's your uh, rap album like? With your, you think has the best comedy sketches on it? Mm. It's the Project Pat first one. Mr. Uh, not Mr. Don't Play, but uh, Getty Green. Getty Green. Yeah. Francis Francis. <laughs> it was so funny, man. Like, this is Francis Francis calling from some some records. Man, we want to sign to a deal. I hope it ain't about a record deal. Da, 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 like, Seven thousand is that all? Yeah, I just, I, I just never forget it. It just like it was, it was so wild because they was trying to the whole thing that all these they was making fun of all these big record labels because everybody know three six was underground for a better part of maybe close to ten years before they ever got discovered. So it came to a point where they became popular and all of these record labels was on to sign them and they were just making fun of that. Like y'all didn't want to sign us for ten years, but now all of y'all calling us. So it's kind yeah. of a good to see that trajectory from seeing them from white tapes. When I used to get them, we used to get them white tape labels with, with typewriter on, on it. But then oh, wow. to like now like everybody fighting for them. It was like wild to see like an underground People go to like that national level. So, like when you say white tapes, like bootlegs, it's like no, that's, it's not even bootlegs. That's just how they came out. Like okay. they made them, they made them in mass with the little white tapes. They'll get the uh, the labels that would have three six mafia, triple six back then. That's what they called it. It's a triple six mafia typed on there, Mystic Styles, and, oh, and wow. that was that was that Man, was Mystic actually Styles. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I think Doggy Styled is the sketches that I remember like the most. Like, yeah. That was funny. This that was is DJ one. Easy Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. It's, it's well, like, I thought Eminem's for the Slim Shady album was funny. I also, there was a couple of albums that the, uh, the who were the, the Juggalos? Oh, uh, ICP. ICP. There was one album that I remember listening to, and I couldn't take it seriously. I was like, if this was comedy, it's pretty funny. Man, he's ICP said they did a song with Three Six, and he was like, "I want to stick an umbrella inside of you and open it." Right? I'm sick like a diseased Ethiopian. I'm like, "What the hell did I just hear?" ICP? You hear that? And you go, "There's no uh, what? These clowns are mean." Stick an umbrella in you and open it. I'm like, "Hold on, bro. That's just, like, uh, yeah. it was like, oh no, ICP." I remember they used to sell their toys at Spencer's, and I always oh, yeah. used to, like, I didn't want to find out about a group that already had an action figure. I was like, I'm late. 
I'm clearly late. <laughs> if they make it action figures, I'm I'm late in the game when it comes to this group. Yeah. I remember Kanye College Dropout, those those skits were such a part of that album. Like they were so funny and like like everybody thought D Ray was Bernie Mac. <laughs> like you ain't doing nothing with your life, nothing with your life. <laughs> <laughs> that be that, that, like that's one thing I do remember. I was in college when that album came out, so it was like it was like you trying to tell me to drop out, bro. I'm too much in debt. It's too, <laughs> too much in debt. I was in but, college. How old are you, Brad? I'm 39. 39. Yeah, yeah. Say, me too. So yeah, it's. Uh, I just remember being and but but once I guess when when I seen that documentary, it made it all make sense that that man was like had that album for like. Three years and nobody believed in it, and they didn't like. It was just crazy, but like it made sense. And they be like, "Oh no, one of that album was fucking perfect." Yeah, because he knew it for like three years. He knew every word, every beat, every drop, mm-hmm, and like, and mm-hmm. he would just do it and perform it in front of everybody that would listen. So it made me really respect. Like, like I like Kanye as an artist, but as a person, I think he's a fucking lunatic. But I also think he's a genius. And like when it comes to fashion, like I understand what Kanye is, but I just I never liked him as a person. Right. And I understand yeah. he's a, but that first album is like it was, it was a masterpiece. It was like, you, but you can tell why it was a masterpiece because he literally did that album for like three years. Well, I think there's a fine line with genius too. Like oh, it, sure. it's like you can ride that line and still be popular and accepted, and then when you step one way or the other, all of a sudden you're going to lose people. I like arrogant people from a distance. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to be dealing with the yeah. arrogant person. I don't want to be around an arrogant person. But from my TV screen, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Kanye West, Deion Sanders, T.O., yeah. The Rock. Yeah. Like, the villain rock. Like, the yeah. corporate eyebrow rock. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? One. The rock rock. Like, like I love that from a distance. <laughs> I love that you just, brought up T.O. Yeah. <laughs> T- I haven't hey. thought about T.O. in a long time. Hey. But, but, like, but all because, though, everybody did paint T.O. as one of the biggest villains. But T.O. never did anything for real. He never got he never got caught DUIs. He never got caught hitting women. He never got caught in any kind of Wasn't legal there trouble. like something with cocaine or was that all just like uh, man, Hey man, if you he, keep bringing up these drugs, we're gonna take, <laughs> your, <laughs> we're gonna take your hippie card. You know what I'm saying? First you happy that Fetty Wap got locked up. Now you out here, you know what I'm saying, trying to put cocaine on T.O. You don't even know if it goes, but you trying to throw it on him. I don't appreciate it. Your man knew he was getting a touchdown when he put a sharpie in his sock. Yeah, it's a lot of receivers. They don't know when they, they gonna know. get a touchdown. You might not get no catches. Yeah, they gonna be like, pass me the sharpie from the side. It's not the same. He did. He did. He did sit ups in his driveway. That's one of the most controversial things that yeah. he did. So it's like, that's one thing. It's like T.O. is a he crazy, but it's like he never did nothing that. Really was against the law. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody no. really did. Nobody really caught him. Like they might, he might. I think everybody do cocaine. Like every white dude, I, I mean, that's, I not, think true. Do cocaine. that's <laughs> not true. That's not true. I want to say to the people at home, I have never done cocaine. Okay, and I don't plan to do it until I clear. Two million dollars in the bank. So if you want to see me on cocaine, hit up that cash. <laughs> I've I, never done cocaine either, though. That's true fact. I've never, I've never done coke. Yeah, I am a. I'm a true like. I'm a, like. That's why I'm a black hippie. I only do uh, weed and mushrooms, and that's kind of my cutoff. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, right. it's natural. Yeah, and it's, it's just of the earth. It's of the earth, and you know it's a it's a it's a controllable thing. Like ain't nobody like stepping on weed. Ain't nobody stepping on mushrooms for so, the most part. How you controlling mushrooms? You said what now? 
You can't. I once it's in yeah. you though. It well, kind of no, takes. No, I think mushrooms you control the dose. You, you control the dose. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You can build it up. That's what I'm saying. But and also like I said, people ain't stepping on it. It ain't got no like. If, it ain't got no out like additives and, yeah. and stuff in There's it. Like, no, you can't put fat. So, well, I mean, you probably you could, could, but fat, no. But that be really that be the come on, man. You giving the the villains ideas, dog? Don't do that. Oh, there's my caps alone. Yeah. <laughs> no, those, that's why those mushrooms were so good last night. They yeah. had fentanyl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boom town. I'd be so busy. So, I, I can't wait till I'm not busy enough like that I could trip again. I haven't done shrooms in so long because I've just been so busy. I'll, I'll microdose. I'll, like, I'll do shrooms throughout the week sometimes. It's like just to, yeah, to keep it going. So yeah. I, I've tried cocaine once or twice, but uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, it, that, the, the best and way... those are the ones trying to get it off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones like, I've tried it a couple times, and dog, T.O., Fetty Wap, everybody who's <laughs> doing it, I got to get them out of here. So if cocaine came in its natural form like the, I've done it one time that way I had mm -hmm. a, like a friend who came you, like did you somebody at the bar had, had a bag of coca leaves and like I took a fucking wad and put it in my gum and like that's a nice way to do cocaine. But okay. you're, not, you're not sniffling but that's how <laughs> that's how that's how the that's how the help do it like the people who who makes the cocaine? No, no, I know. The people who actually pick the cocaine—that's—they yeah. they have to work so long hours. They—they they eat the coca leaves to keep them, give them energy throughout the process, yeah. so they can work fourteen hours. I, I love that Rob's like. I know cocaine's expensive, I'm, and if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna make sure I have enough money to do it right. It's, it's, it's I'm too old now. That. It's just if if I if I don't have a certain amount of money in the bank, I know that's what where my high is gonna be blown off of it's like yo what are you doing with your life blah 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 like i want to just be someplace where like i don't got to worry about that something happens i'm always scared like you know they told you like hey some people the first time they do it boom heart can't take it that's it Land i don't want to be i don't want to be that person and then everybody like dang and we owe all these people They're money like, now rob's, it's crazy rob's heart is so weak <laughs> I've been pushing it to the test out here. Yeah, man. With this I, I, elevation, I, I've never felt my heart so much. I'm yeah. like, hey, buddy, Rob you was okay? hitting the oxygen before the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Man, I felt like Lizzo was sitting on my chest. So was... <laughs> I got a question because I was a fan of Neon Dion. You know, he's coaching Boulder now. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, what did he do? Like, I, I know he got brought up as a villain. I don't remember what he did that was. Um, I mean, he was just a really good. It's just flat player, yeah. Like, like um, talked a lot of shit. Some people like they alter culture, okay, and they alter like it, it becomes they alter culture so much it becomes pop. Like Dion, wasn't nobody using wearing all them wristbands, oh yeah, and wearing like all the the aesthetics of football. He looked like. He looked like he was like a fucking robot. He yeah. had a, the, the face guards. And he created where everybody wanted to play defensive back. Everybody wanted to play wide. Everybody wanted to get. You start seeing linemen putting on, acting like they're athletic, putting on yeah. all these wristbands like they finna go and catch an interception. It just, he put a cool factor onto football. And then the, the celebration dance where he just. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, it just, he was just so important for football to take it to the next level and was a, a genuine star. Well, yeah, I feel like Bo Jackson kind of helped with that, too. Bo Jackson did, but he, he fucked yeah, his hip up. Bo Jackson yeah. didn't have, like, the same kind of attitude. Bo yeah. Jackson, you know, like... He didn't have like, a charisma. Like, Dion was out here rapping with Hammer and, like, dancing and, you know, <laughs> putting the ball back, like, like yeah. you could grab Car it, accident. but, you know, he's just so fast. 
I think I think what happened with the Boulder thing is Dion was telling us one thing. He was saying, "Hey, as Jackson State coach, I'm gonna like revolutionize this program. I'm going to like turn this around." He brought a lot of attention, a lot of money, and a lot of eyes to that small program. A lot of uh, really talented assistant coaches, and then. Uh, he left not even within like four years. So it's like to really turn around a program and turn around, you know, a whole I- idea of, of college football at, at a small school like that, a, a black uh, HBCU like that, it would take way longer than three years. So I think, I think people problem with it was they felt like he used it as a stepping stone okay. instead of and and he wasn't forthcoming with that he like they would always ask him are you gonna go to a power five and he'd be like why do i need to go to a power five and then immediately he goes to colorado so i think people had an issue with that but also it's it's weird because it's a lot to put you know, it would take him like 30 years to to make the program, you know, to yeah. change people's minds and, and revolutionize college football, get a rival, get some other rivals, get all the recruits to go, you know, and and what that would turn into and where that money would go as far as the school versus football program and all that type of stuff. And going to Colorado, he don't got to worry about that. He just got to worry about football. So it's just, you know, he was selling, he yeah. was selling people on a dream, but at the same time, you know, the, as the individual, he's still breaking ground being Colorado's coach. Yeah, yeah I think, though, I'm, I'm like I'm one of the, like, the people on the other side. I think he should have left. And, and the reason why I think he should have left is because you can't ask somebody to come out of their pocket. That man was coming out of their pocket. They, you know, like, during the summer, they didn't even have, like, their water. The water wasn't working in Jackson. Okay. Uh, Jackson, the town of Jackson. So they was actually taking baths in the swimming pool. The pool at the hotel. The pool at the hotel. So it's like, you a college coach and you can't even get your team. It's like, you got to get out of there. Showers? Yeah. Like, like the water in the whole city, though. Yeah. It's so like, it's, it's, it was you just know, a, a Flint-like situation yeah, Flint, that, that oh. they had with the water out there. But then, the, you know, on the other hand, people are like, how could you leave them? They don't even got water. Like, what are you doing? It, that's what I'm saying. He's not a politician, though. And like, he has like, he, he do have to, like, he got two sons. He got two sons. One of them definitely could be in a pros, uh, the okay. one that plays quarterback. So he, he, as a father, he has still responsibility to putting his son in the best position when as a father. His son's at CU, right? You he don't the have to yeah, be yeah. your son's coach. You, you don't have to. Tom Brady's dad wasn't out there. He's to, but Tom Brady, but Tom Brady. <laughs> Dan Marino's dad wasn't out there. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom Brady. John Elway's dad wasn't yes, out there. Was. John Elway's yes, dad might have been on the side, no, but no, he, no. Wasn't, he wasn't the head coach. John Elway's a bad example. John Elway <laughs> told them, my son will never play for fucking Indianapolis, so you bet not draft him. Indianapolis, he will not come. Right. They, my, he, he said will play he would baseball. play baseball. He'll play right. baseball. But he wasn't him. coaching. But he was coaching them. Archie, too, Archie Manning wasn't out there at Tennessee coaching. Like, you know, to be a great quarterback, your dad don't have to be involved. But what they did was. It's, it's quarterbacks without dads. So, but, but what they do, though. It's somebody quarterbacking without a father. But, but, but look, but, but what did they do, though? David Cutcliffe coached both Manning brothers. He left Tennessee to go to Ole Miss to coach the other one. Okay, I'm just saying, but that's what that's Archie but, at the house. Chilling. But that's cool though. It's cool to do that. But he still, even though he wasn't coaching him, he still made sure that he had 
good coaching right. and they had Tom Brady is his son's coach. The only time your dad needs to be the coach is if you're fucking bad. Right. <laughs> my, right. my fucking uh, my, uh, midget, our uh, little people football. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> hey, you're hey, hey, what you already <laughs> said? You can't go back and fix it. Yeah, you what you already messed up? You know, I, I, I don't know personally, but I think if you offended, like going back and saying it, yeah, it helps a little bit, but it's already out there. We know what your mind says. Say, say you're recovering. You're a recovering uh, midget word user. You, Get you this cocaine off the streets. People out here dropping M-bombs. It's crazy out here. Yeah. So, he, this kid was so fucking bad, and we all hated him because we knew the only reason he was the quarterback was because his dad, and he would fumble like every time he got hit, he would fumble. And not only would he fumble, he would Cry. <laughs> and like, hey. and like, he was a little guy on a regular sized football team? <laughs> no, that's what they called it when the kids played. Oh. So, like the, the young kids league, they called it midget football. We, oh, oh okay, 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 put it on them. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no that's, 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 that's what careless. it said on the paper, okay? <laughs> I, I, all I did was read the paper as a kid. Well, <laughs> things were better when we were Here's the other remember? fucked up thing about, about how that league worked is that when you showed up, they would weigh you. And right. you, you'd get on yeah. the scale, and if you weighed over something, you could only play certain positions. <clears throat> and they would put a stripe on your helmet what? that basically meant you were fat. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They didn't want you. They didn't want you to be out there like running, being a running back, and you weighed See, twenty pounds more than every kid. Our yeah. league, if you were overweight, you had to go up with the b older kids. So oh, now yeah? you got kids that are like way smarter than you, and you playing with them because you bigger. But you know they got tricks. Yeah. They figuring yeah. out how to get you on the ground quick, you know? They crack blocking already, and you're like, yo, <laughs> I, I'm really just trying to learn the sport. Heavy kid. Oh, yeah. There's like, I remember in eighth grade, we played this team, and there was like a kid on their team that had to be like 15 or 16 years yeah. old. He had like a fucking mustache, and his dad was on the. <laughs> On the side of the fucking sideline, the whole game just screaming, hit him in the knees, hit him in the knees. And my dad was just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But there would always be a kid close to the weight limit, and they would have to strip down to get weighed in. So there would always be that moment where they'd be like, all right, everybody out the weight room. And then, like, that one kid would have to, like, strip down to their underwear to just weigh in for the game. So there was really one weird. loophole in the league that I played in to get, like, somebody big to be able to carry the ball. And uh, the tight end could, could catch passes or whatever. And we had this tight end that weighed, like, 100 pounds more than, like, any of the kids in the league. And he was, like, our... Our secret weapon. So they yeah. would throw a pass to him. And I still remember, his name was Alex Shuttler. I remember him like running down the sideline with like six or seven fucking kids just like dragging on <laughs> just like carrying these fucking yeah. kids, man. He was just so much fucking bigger than everybody else. There was like two kids like that. There's another kid, uh, Dan Sturk, where in sixth grade he was like 6'2, uh, like almost like 200 pounds. I think, think he ended up going on to play for Michigan You for think he get a lot of bitches on Bumble? <laughs> That's what everybody want on Bumble. Like, I want a tall man 6'2". You think he killing it on Bumble? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I was, Come on, I'm just <laughs> I, I, No, I, I was laughing. I was trying to make a joke because... Uh, Rob, you know what he's I feel like say, right? uh, We got to get these tall dudes off the street. Well, I feel like all the, <laughs> all the women on dating apps are really tall. You know, like, they should call that Amazon. <laughs> That's right. <funny. laughs> 
But uh, is that what's going on? Is tall women on these apps? I think so. Make, uh, probably because they want tall men. And then see, this is what women don't understand. When women ask for a man over six two, athletic, making all the money. Every other woman wants that too, so he getting pussy. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? He is fucking out here. He is not. He's for the streets. He is not for one woman. If he got, if he got all them attributes, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here providing a service. Yeah, he, uh, he out here like so. So they be like, I want a man like that. So that means that them guys are always gonna be cheating. They always gonna be doing everything. Then they wait. And they be like, well, they be like, I want to laugh and have fun now. They get to the point yeah. in their life. They be like, I just want a better. I just want to. Yeah, you heard it here from Brad. If your dude's over six two. He's cheating. <laughs> Facts. 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 Yeah, yeah, the audience the agrees. Audience agrees. Yeah. Rob Hayes, 6'1". <laughs> just made the cutoff. You know what I'm saying? That makes you kind of good. You're kind of good dude. I'm a good dude. You know, what can dude. I say? Hey. Yeah. yeah. Rob gonna watch romantic comedies with you, man. Like that's a, that, that's what it means. Under under six two, you'll watch a romantic comedy with a girl. I'm 13 going on 30. You know how I do <laughs> So, <laughs> we've taken this one off the rails. It's been fun. I, yeah. I didn't think we was going to talk about football on this no, podcast. No, it's crazy. Well, all. it's, it's yeah. hippie, not hippie. When I, I was saw actually y'all thinking, shirts, like, I, was like, I love yeah, that no we're football. not talking about a bunch of hippie shit yeah. today. I'm happy to talk about sports yeah. and fucking rap or whatever. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to talk about Fetty Wap. <laughs> hey, hey, you leave Fetty Wap alone. You leave Fetty Wap okay? alone. We're watching you. Yeah. Keep it out your mouth. Yeah. I bet I see no more Fetty Wap slander on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> not even on Clubhouse. You better yeah. leave Fetty Wap alone. Yeah, man. <laughs> so uh, I was reading this morning that uh, killer whales are sinking boats. They're like, so they're like the one uh, animal that has culture. So like killer whales, they live like in all the oceans of the world and they all like do different shit and they learn that shit from older whales. And there's a whale that sunk a boat and they think that now it's teaching other whales how to sink boats. How big is this boat now? Uh... I mean, I'm supposed to do cruises later on this year, so, so I'm not like, <laughs> I'm about to ask for more. So not not like cruise size, but they're okay. so at first, the first how they started sinking boats is they would just ram it and ram it until they'd flip it over. But then today they learned a new method where they like bit a chunk out of the boat, and these boats are like sinking. And I was just like. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think that's a good thing? Or? What kind of boat? <laughs> yeah. What kind? Is it a it's fishing a, boat? Are they yeah, taking their food call? away? Yeah. If, if, like, yeah. Dude, they got a lot of fish on there. Yeah. If yeah. that motherfucker full of tuna, get, uh, get it how you live, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I think they might be figuring out how to... It, the boat probably smelling so good, too. They can smell all that, that, uh, that ahi on that motherfucker. They be like, I can smell the ahi on this bitch. I'm going to flip the fuck up out of there. <laughs> But it's kind of interesting to me because they're one of the smartest animals on the earth, and they're like fighting back against fucking humans all of a sudden. They which should. is they should though. Like I said, it depends what kind of boat. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. It, it, so you think it's a good good thing? I don't know, man. I watched it. I was during the pandemic. I don't know if you've seen it. It was that. Uh, it was that ocean documentary on Netflix, and they showed how like how like people are literally ruining the, ruining the ocean yeah. from every aspect. And it's like if that's all they got to fight back. Get them. You know what I'm saying? Well, my thing, like, do what you got to do. Shout out to the that, whales out there. With those boats, again, if they're, if they're getting food and they're just dropping boats, but then if they're attacking oil rigs and then they're spilling oil in the ocean, 
Like, how's they're that not, positive? They're not fucking up like that kind of. That's those that's, are big. Just ask boats. It. These I'm talking. I think these are like thirty foot boats. You know, yeah, catamaran. Like a also, if they do one oil rig. They gonna go back and tell the other whales, "Hey, don't mess with the oil boats." Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's BP's gonna be a lot, no of, yeah, lot of dead fish out there. They gonna yeah. blame it on Obama. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, okay, they gonna kill our whole all our food. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah. What's weird though is whales teach other whales how to do shit. So it's like, do you just let this whale go around teaching more whales how to sink ships? Are you? How you gonna stop? How, how you gonna find like how agents? You, gonna stop? you, you trying can, to find agents? Oh, you gonna intercept <laughs> whale communication? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they gonna put an indictment out yeah. on the whale? Hey. <laughs> Y'all trying to build up and a case? Now, on whale, these whales. And a whale out here trying to teach us stuff. <laughs> I, I know a Rico case when I hear it. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a Rico case. I don't hey, know if y'all try to... Hey, hey what, what's this in the sea? I don't know if there's much you could do, you know? You, you think conservatives well, they could, are going to be running around with t-shirts to just say, thanks, Orca? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I, they would kill the whales that know how to do it. <laughs> oh, wait, is it legal to kill a whale? No. No, that's but, hard to get that's involved. Hard. But people start getting weird when you start sinking expensive boats, and and if people start dying, you know. Mm. But, but it's like also why are you we so deep? Why you de- how, how deep in the ocean are you on this little ass boat too? All right, this is what we do: we get Jason Momoa to go out there in the boat. He can Dude, talk he to the whales. whales. <laughs> no, nah, he can talk to the whales. He Aquaman. You know what I'm saying? He figure out what they know, what they saying. He relay it back to us. That's what we got to do. We got to get Jason Momoa on the case. This All sounds right. like an episode of Our Orcas Hippie or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's kind of a fun question because it's like, I don't know. Do you think we should kill whales? Or are you like, fuck yeah, whales are sinking boats. No, I don't know. No, what if it's like cow tipping? Like they not doing it for a purpose. Like we don't cow tip. <laughs> For hamburgers, we just do it because it's like, I don't know, it's crazy you can knock a cow over. You, you're you a cow tipper? I, I've never done it, but if <laughs> if like if somebody pulled over and was like, hey, you want to go cow tipping, and then I see them do it, and they form and everything looks achievable, then I might try it. So I'm I'll, like, videotape it. I'll be the, the one behind the camera. Get them, bro. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm 90% sure that cow tipping is is. Like an urban, oh, you think uh, it's a country legend? Yeah, you think it's a myth? You know some cow tippers? So I lived in a cattle. I will say this: you you lived in a cow. No, I I said that incorrectly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I knew a guy that I I never tipped a cow, but we definitely got into fields. You can get them to (laughs) definitely like run after you if you get too close to them, and there's a bull in there. Like you got to get the fuck out. Okay, maybe that's how bullfighting started. The practice Just some innocent cow tipping, and then it was like, "Yo, if you wear red, it's money. It's in this. over for you, dog. It's money in this. Like, people come and see this. People start showing up just to see. It. They're like, we start. We need to charge people a nickel yeah. for this. People like, don't even know. But shit costs a nickel. The running of the bulls started with them cow tipping, and then the bulls had enough, and they were like, we're gonna chase you through these streets. So the practice of cow tipping is generally considered an urban legend and. Stories of such feet viewed as tall tales. The implication that rural citizens seek <laughs> such entertainment due to lack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, y'all explain what urban legend was before cow tipping. <laughs> it's, it's your first rodeo with urban legends. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, the implication that rural citizens seek such entertainment due to a lack of alternatives is viewed as a stereotype. 
Which is what these whales are potentially doing. Like, Wait, a stereotype. We we not we didn't put we didn't put cow tipping on anybody. Yeah, I'm yeah. from the city. It made it to the city. We yeah. heard about cow tipping. I didn't. Yeah, that's, that's funny though. That it's like they're like yeah, people. They say country people are so bored. They do. Yeah, country people are bored as hell. It's like either cow tipping, you hunting. Uh, making kids. Uh, having kids. I was about yeah. to say, I uh, have a teenage kids. My yeah. buddy had this cousin from the country, and what they did was they would uh, they would go drive around with a spotlight on a truck, and they would shine it on rabbits. And when you shine a spotlight on a rabbit at night, it just freezes, and then somebody would run. This is fucked up. They yeah. would run and they would just kick the rabbit. Well, at least they weren't killing it. Like I, Rob, like, you want to chime in on this? Hey, man, that's an <laughs> urban legend. You know what I'm saying? And it's an urban myth. legend yeah. is a myth. Oh, rabbit kicking? Yeah. <laughs> rabbit punting. That, that's an urban puntin'. legend. I'm so country, and, and, and but my mama got me, it was one Easter, my mama got me two rabbits for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, for and you sure. had and you had twenty next year for Christmas. <laughs> no, 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 the motherfuckers they got out, they got out. You know, because because you don't know, say they claws get long and the motherfuckers will fuck you up. And then it's like, but yeah, they actually got out eventually. So I don't know, they probably did now. It's thirty years later, so. <laughs> <laughs> probably got kicked to death. Yeah, got kicked. Somebody, <laughs> some hillbilly put a spotlight on. So and, all right. Uh, <laughs> Do you, do you have a question you'd like to ask? I think, <laughs> this is so far out of my wheelhouse. With There's so much in my soul that's going wrong, wrong. <laughs> it all feels so wrong. Oh, no, that's awful. That's horrible. Yeah. You know. What you mean? You ride roller coasters, don't you? I, well, you, I, you've did, gone, I did like you, roller coasters. Right. But Maybe for the rabbit, it's, it's a roller coaster. Well, <laughs> It's the free fall. We don't know. I love how we don't plays devil's advocate. Maybe That's the rabbit's it. like, man, I, I can't wait. All the spotlight is on me, baby. It's time for me to go launching. T minus five, four, three, two, ribbit. Yes, ribbit. That's a frog. Oh, but my bad. I do like the idea. No. What do rabbits say? Oh, like, rabbits go. <laughs> I like the idea of a rabbit, though. If you just saw them where they normally got kicked, and then they're just hanging out in droves of of just herds, hanging out under lights, just like waiting. And, and, and that's, that, that is like very like bored. Is that's some bored ass? Have shit. you ever heard a rabbit scream? Oh, no, it's, I never heard a rabbit a, scream. A, I really don't that talk Don, to rabbits that like everything that. Everything the Donnie Darko movie was made. Is about? it a haunting sound? It is a very haunting sound. Uh, I kept getting lost in it. I had to watch it so many times to even get through that. But I like, sometimes I, I, I have so much empathy. Sometimes that dark screaming. shit fucks me up. That sounds like a real baby. That's crazy. So how did you record that when you kicked that rabbit at such a young age? <laughs> I got that off of YouTube. Okay. Now, but, uh, well, I've heard it just because I grew up, you know, like out in the woods and shit. And, you know, you'll hear, you know, coyotes and stuff killing a, a rabbit. And they, they'll fucking scream like that. You know, it's like, hold on, you know you somewhere. When they call it coyote. You coyote. Know, you know, it's a yeah. lot of them. And you yeah. hit, you hit the fuck. Yeah. They call it coyote. It's a lot yeah. of you know, we finished the word. It's yeah. a lot of them there. Oh, man. Coyote. Call me coyotes. Well, that, <laughs> yeah, sometimes there'd be like 10 of them in the field by my house just like howling, you, like close, you know? And like We got coyotes in L.A. They just walking down the street and stuff. You know, they just be chilling. Like, it's, it's crazy. 
Motherfucker turn that to that one of them homeless people turn that to a pet in that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> it's my coyote. <laughs> the only the only scary thing is when they get around babies. They get real weird around like like babies they and strollers and stuff. They start they start looking like they scheming, and it's like we <laughs> see we see you. We see you cross yeah, the street. Yeah, get yeah, away. Get like away from that baby. Easy prey. Well, easy meal. It happens like once or twice a year in Denver. I read about it where someone's like walking their tiny dog and then they a coyote tries to come kill their tiny. And usually the owners like fight the fucking coyote. <laughs> and coyotes are small. Like, but I but don't know. But they're still tricksters and smart. Like usually when I mean, they still can gets... bite the shit out of you. you oh, know? no, for like sure. That, but usually know, like, like when a coyote is like a coyote is like away from its pack. Sometimes mm -hmm. they'll trick you. Like they'll act like they're injured and then you'll get close and you'll get, maybe that's wolves. There was like a abandoned building in LA that was full of coyotes. Like a bunch really? of them just like, it, yeah, it was during the pandemic, a bunch of, you know, it was an abandoned building, boarded up and stuff. And then some coyotes figured out that they could hide out in there. And then they started just having <laughs> a little a coyote lab. apartment. Just moving units. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Squat, squatters rights. Meanwhile, yeah. still people in tents. But, yeah. you know, coyotes figured out how to get their own place. But, hey, look. Hey, like I said, that's why I should think they should let people just have some of them buildings like that, man. Yeah. Let, let them have them buildings because, like, Skid Row is a, a mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got about five minutes left. Yeah. I don't know. You want to get into some uh, <laughs> rap, yeah. rapid fire questions yeah. here, AJ? All right. So, uh, in your vernacular, what are you more likely to use? Dude, bro, or man? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all three. I'm all bro. Three? The yeah. Which would you D use? D all the above. It's bro. Okay. No, no, no. I'm asking, bro. Bro, dude, or dude man. Which is more man. common? I say man all the time at the end. Like, I say, come yeah. on, man, after I make a strong point or so, something. So you're like, but, hey, bro, look, dude, man. Yeah, but I use them all. I okay. use bro probably way more than bro. Yeah, I don't I know if bro. those are yeah, like cousins bro. or okay. like, you know, if they related or not. But yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm go with man. Okay. I use dude if you fucking up usually. Like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Okay. Like, dude. Like, what's going like, but I'm a bra dude. Yeah, I'm a bra kind of. Okay. Um, do either of you own tie-dye? I do not own tie-dye. Okay. I'm open to tie-dye. I don't want to buy tie-dye. I want to do it myself, but I never got around to doing it. And okay. I'm 35, so it's just like, all right, when when am I gonna do it? Okay. And it's gotta be my color scheme. Like I don't want like yeah. I, well, what is your color scheme? Man, really that is I like grays, army greens, black, navies. These like, are not tie-dye colors at all. Know, but I, they don't, in my tie-dye, that's what I want. That's what I got to have. I actually, I did buy a tie-dye shirt that I made merch out of. And okay. Kind of, so I did do that. But All right. Um, have you, either of you ever spent an excessive amount of time barefooted? Mm, not really. <sighs> like going outside barefooted. Oh no, nah, my grandma wasn't going for that shit. Outside yeah, we, of the we have, shower, we have sandals with socks going on over here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, my, yeah. My grandma, like, yeah, my grandma, yeah, she was not letting me. If I took my shoes off at somebody's house that wasn't like family, she'd get mad at me. Okay. Outside of the shower, I got on socks. Okay. Like all the time, I got on socks. Like if I, if I don't have on socks, you I mean something happened to one of my socks. Of course. You fucking socks. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. <laughs> if, That's if it's, yeah. I can't. My socks are too slippery. You know what I'm saying? These are like, but I can't fucking sock. I need. I either put my shoes back on, my slides back on. You gotta get those. You fuck with shoes on. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, goddamn it! I gotta have look. I'm I'm too old to be giving bad dick, so I need grip. <laughs> I'm, I need grip. I need to like if if you gonna tell somebody I did, you are gonna be like, well, that fat boy fucks me. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I ain't getting no bad rep, so I will put them shoes on to get me deeper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You're like, yeah, I wear hiking boots. <laughs> I mean, you know, if I got hiking boots, it's real good. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, okay, this one. Uh, Michael Jordan or uh, or Dennis Rodman? It depends on what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, talking yeah. about going to so Vegas. So we don't deep dive into random, about, so you just whatever pops We're talking about head. world championship wrestling. Are we talking about... <laughs> You know, <laughs> we talking dye. about ambassadors to North Having Korea. Hell yeah, <laughs> we talking about ambassadors to North Korea. Like, you know, of course, Michael Jordan's my guy when you talking about basketball. Uh, but that, you know, and when you talking about shoes, but pretty much that's it. Most other things I'm gonna align with with Dennis Rodman. I don't know what kind of music Dennis Rodman listens to. I know Michael Jordan's crazy. He listens, he listens to, to Madonna and uh, Anita Baker and 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 Kenny Lattimore before yeah, games and stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of cool with that uh with my having the ox. So Yeah, yeah. Man, I think yeah. I like Michael like I think Michael he did a lot of shit cool, but he is a lame to me. But <laughs> like some things, a lot of things are how you handle stuff. But Real I, basketball nerd. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, dude, real, yeah. chill. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then it's like, but I'll say, I'll say, I'll lean to Dennis Rodman more. I would rather hang out with Dennis Rodman. Okay. So, right. I'll say that. Come get me out of I'm Vegas. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to do two more, I think, quick ones, and then we're going to, we'll make our decision. Um, do either of you burn incense or grow up around, like, burning incense for any reason. I burn incense all the time. I buy incense on Amazon. Okay. I buy a big box of them. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. You buy the big box of like $15, you get yeah. like, yeah, so I, if I smoke a lot of weed, and you know what I'm saying, I'm renting, so I'm, I'm okay. still, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm renting still, so I'm in that motherfucker. I fire them up all the time, yeah. Okay. I burn the incense every now and then, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not super pressed. If somebody has some incense burning, I'm not upset about it, but I'm not also not like all the time Having incense. Palo Santo, too. You like Palo Santo? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, the girl, I hate that like, shit. No, it's, like, yeah. it's an endangered wood. Hey, well, look, well, he well, just learned that. Yeah, yeah. He learned that last week. <laughs> you yeah. fucking monster, you're ruining the rainforest. Usually, <laughs> like, like women I date bring that to me, so it's like, it is, it's an endangered wood, too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is a new one. Um, Prince or Michael Jackson? Prince. Prince. You know, I, I love them both. I feel like they, you know, they, I hate that they was pitted against each other. I think if they could have made something together, it would have been amazing. But <laughs> I, I argue for Prince all the time. Michael okay. Jackson gets a lot of love around the world. He's got multiple statues. Look it up. There's more than 10 in the world. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Prince, a child prodigy. That, Michael Jackson you know, cheat. Played every instrument. <laughs> this is why Michael Jackson cheat. Because Michael Jackson has never done a song that couldn't be on the radio. And Prince, some of Prince's best songs cannot be on the radio. Yeah. Exotic, Erotic City, one of my favorite songs yeah. of Prince. And so, so that's why I say I like 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 Michael Jackson, you couldn't beat him. Because he always like like he made some dope shit, but he also had a million producers uh that his whole life. 
You know what I'm saying? And you had Quincy Jones and everybody. They was like, no, you're going to have a great album. And Prince, yeah. he was a control freak. He produced everything, and he produced other people, wrote for other people. He made other people popular. So, yeah. Do either of you listen to jam bands at all? Uh, sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's, they, like, that's not my favorite go-to. I'd rather hear some lyrics. I'm a lyrics guy. Like, what? What? which ones? I, Dispatch. I, like, I've definitely heard them. Uh What's another jam? I band? guess Dispatch is kind of a oh, like jam yeah. a jam band. Yeah, but you've got like Almond Brothers, a Floyd, Fish, Grateful Fish. Dead. I, I went Fish I, when I went to Bonnaroo. That, they doubled headline, and so it was a million hippies out. You're talking about hippies. It was like a million hippies out, but we did. We was able to do Bonnaroo, and we had. Uh, with like air conditioned tent, so we had all the fish fans in there coming for refuge because they was on acid and tripping. All right, I listened to um, you know like a lot of Def Jam. I listened to uh, the Space Jam soundtrack. Um, I listened to <laughs> Jam by God, Pump Up the Jam by Technotronic. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, you know those MTV jams. I used to watch that all the time. So yeah, I, I got a lot of jams in me. I don't know about jam bands, but you know, I I, I like gospel jam. music. Actually, probably yeah. my like right. It's in my top three for sure. I listen to a lot of gospel music. Yeah. Do, do either of you uh, collect crystals of any type? No, no. I, I, I fuck with girls that collect crystals. Though. Or think that they have, do you, do you think that crystals have powers? After shows, people have given me crystals, and I keep them on me until I have a bad show, and then I launch it. <laughs> I love that. Now, now then, you know, I've used up all that crystal. I got to get it out of here. Oh, so Back it's, a, it's a finite resource, a crystal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Do you have a question that might help us decide? I think I have, I'm pretty close on my answer. I'm fucking, this is a tough this one. This is a tough one. Do you guys ever meditate regularly? Meditation? I do meditate a little bit. I do. It's, uh, it, that's more something that I hear maybe in the last year or so that is like, I decide I need to slow down, take time, like listen to my body, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you, you get high and you can just like, mm -hmm. your body can be like, all right, bro, you need to, you, I don't know, I, I, have to, I have to do, like I slow down a lot now, for sure. Okay. Yeah, no, I, um, I meditate a lot. I okay. definitely do. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when I'm high, especially, you know, in the shower, after the shower, I'm thinking about different stuff. You do yoga? No, but I'm, I'm going to get into it though. I've done high yoga before. It was amazing. I got I got a mat and stuff. Sometimes I'll be on the YouTube, okay, yogaing with the YouTube. -y. I want the flexibility. I don't want to be some stiff ass old man that yeah. can't be like walking, can't move. That's so. what I do with the YouTube. I can't do it in front of people. Yeah. No, no, no. So yeah. I can do it in front of like not, I'm too mannish to do it in front of a bunch of sweaty hot women in yoga pants. I'm like yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I, I am immature. I can't control my dick like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, got me fucked up. I'll do it at home, too. Well, shout out to you still getting excited and stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, think, I think them days for me, you might be gone. I think man. I could really join a yoga class nah, and be man. straight. Because nah, I'm too mad. Like, it's going to be like, going to be like, I, if it's 20 of them, it's going to be five of them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my. I, well, I just see you in the gracious. yoga class, and you're like, your dick gets hard, and you go put your shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 
bang bang. <laughs> but now, yeah, it's just- I, I understand what you're saying there. I have a, like I go to yoga class and I stare at the ground a lot because I'll look up and see one thing and I'm like, I uh, this might be too gross. I, but I close my it's, eyes the entire time I'm dude, in there. I don't I, open I, my eyes unless I have to look at my drishti. Yeah. You know I'm saying because like if a camel that. toe gets too meaty in front of me, <laughs> Ooh, it's, I, 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 I bet I'm not doing that. That's what I'm saying. A hot sweaty woman is fine. Like I love seeing women like okay. work out. It's so like this is dope. this is gonna come up. This is a, a fascinating question. Let's talk about body odor for a minute, like sweat, okay. things like that. Does it bother you, or is it sometimes a turn on? It depends. Like if you go on a hike with a woman, y'all go on a hike and y'all hit a peak. I, we can fuck outside in the mountains somewhere. It's, it's just like the situation. Yeah, you like, already got you got your good fucking boots on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, look, I got referrals, so. <laughs> but I could do it like that. But if like we leave, like if we like go out for dinner and she smell like we've been hiking, fuck now. Nah, mm, okay. Yeah, it's a difference. I don't know. My noise isn't, or my nose isn't fully functional. Like I, I don't really. It's gonna take a lot for me to really just be like, oh my god, but. <laughs> That being said, so you, you I, can't smell well. I don't like smelling bad. Like I don't like I don't like feeling sweaty. I don't like you know feeling like I'm giving off the bad smell. Everybody looking okay. around like who is sure. it? I don't like being it. But um, yeah, my nose is not the best. My right. nose is sensitive. I got a sensitive I, nose. I'm the opposite. I really? got I got my answer. I have a, I I it was tough. I do want to say that this this was one of the most difficult ones I've we've done because it was. Well, we can get into it later because mine changed later. I had I had one right. picked and then I went to the other. All right, uh, let's do it. <clears throat> All right, three, two, two one. Brad. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my main reason is because Rob was fucking yelling at me all the time. <laughs> hey, you I, are anti-drugs. <laughs> I don't understand how I lost because no, you are in, you trying to lock up people who are doing drugs. <laughs> why should, why I should I not yell at somebody <laughs> who's trying to lock up T.O.? <laughs> And get, he don't even got the charges. Yeah, yeah. My hero, I just said, this I is the person I like from a distance. And you like, yo, get him off the streets. <laughs> don't let him do one more podcast with retired athletes. Get him in his abs in his 50s out of here. I had uh, I had Rob at the start. I will say that as as the hippie uh, off like demeanor alone, and then there were a couple things said at the beginning that I was like, okay, very accepting person. Also, no win or lose. It's just oh, yeah. how yeah. we see it. But then no, the, Brad out hippies me. The, the Palisanto definitely swung it, and then I didn't read a lot of the the bios. I didn't want to dive too deep. When you said the thing about Bonnaroo, I remembered you being there, and then you mentioned fish. You were okay with jam bands. The smell. Yeah, you were hanging out with the mom smoking weed, listening yeah. to Pink Floyd. But, well, as soon as you were like, he I don't right the by smell Bonnaroo. Of What's that? Bonnaroo's in his backyard. For me, I got to drive four hours to go to Bonnaroo. It's totally different. He's, he's right there. This stuck in the traffic. This, like, I might as well see what's the, going on. This is the biggest thing I, I did for actually Bonnaroo. <laughs> I, I knew I was going to be out there, and I knew it was going to be the Tennessee fucking son. I worked out. For three months straight, going on runs, and work work myself out. Come on, right, Brad's got it. Working out for Bonnaroo is sick. No, 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 I'm not to go watch. In the mud is crazy. We was performing too, but I gotta get ready no, 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 for Bonnaroo, dog. But no, 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 no. This is no. We did the average though. We was averaging 15 miles a day. 
walking at Bonnaroo. It's a huge venue, and and it's outside in the in the the prime of Tennessee heat. Yeah, you walking fifteen miles a day for like we walked forty five miles over forty five miles there for three days. I, I can add, and there's I'm not like, shade. <laughs> The 15 a day, no, no. three days. That's, Rob, the, that's, that's the most I've ever. That's the most I've ever done in my life, though. Okay. 45 yeah. miles in three okay. days. That's what I'm saying. Nah, like that's that. a lot. That's a lot. And so I would have been in shape for that if I went just like just drop. Like I couldn't do four. I couldn't do three miles in this fucking elevation. You know what I'm saying? It would take yeah. me a long time to get it right here. Is that a gummy bear tattoo? Yeah, that is. All right, I was yeah, just making no, sure it wasn't a Jerry Bear or whatever. Oh, <laughs> it's actually my face. Actually, it's the gummy bear. What's yeah. a What's a Jerry Bear? Like the, I know the, the Jerry Beads. Great Grateful Dead Bears or oh. whatever. Oh, that's what they call Yeah, Dead Bears or Jerry Bears, things like that. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, where can people uh, find you guys? Yeah. It, it, at Rob Hayes on everything, R-O-B-H-A-Z-E. I just got at Rob Hayes. On Twitter. Right before Elon Musk took it over. Whatever. So, you know, if y'all getting <laughs> off of Twitter, I understand that. But still hit follow on your way out. All right. Brad, how about you? Yeah, it's... Uh, click on that button. It's Brad Sativa on everything I care about. Just Brad, B-R-A-D, Sativa, like to smoke. Uh, yeah. And then, other than that, do that. Watch my Don't Tell. We're going to have more shit dropping later on this year. I'm actually dropping a song later this year. It's going to be a definitely funny song, but that's my new thing I'm working on right now. Awesome. Hell well, yeah. thanks so much for getting up early. I know everyone had a late night last night. And again, thanks for 10th Mountain uh, for letting us stay <laughs> here <laughs> at the uh, Vail Comedy Festival for, uh, for having us here. Uh, happens every Memorial Day weekend. And uh, be sure to like, subscribe, and get on the motherfucking board.